Middle schoolers, you are dismissed. High schoolers. High schoolers, you know the drill. All right. All right. We're going to continue with the last conversation. Last conversation Jesus had with his disciples. All right. Turn with me to John 13. 36 through 38, John 13, 36 through 38, some of y'all have asked if it's too late to sign up for D now, it is not, please do that, we'd love to have you. If y'all remember, uh, the week before last, we talked about Jesus was telling his disciples about Judas, about the betray. About, you know, and so, and he, he, he told them, hey, yet a little while I'm with you, and you'll seek me, just as I said to the Jews, so now also I say to you, I'm going where you cannot come. That was mentioned, and I said, hey, hang on to that, because that's going to be important for next week. And so that is uh, uh, where we're at in verse 36. This is said, and so when after this was said, Peter wanted to ask. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, where are you going? And Jesus answered, where I'm going, you cannot follow me, but you will follow after. Peter said to him, Lord, why can I not follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. Jesus answered, you will lay down your life for me? Truly, truly, I say to you, the rooster will not crow till you have denied me three times. This is a prediction of what's going to happen later on. That night, Peter, John, James will go to him into the, uh, to, uh, to the Garden of Gethsemane. Judas will bring the Roman soldiers, point him out through the uh, kiss of betrayal. That's where that comes from, from that passage where Judas kisses him on the cheek. Kiss of betrayal. Peter, he's a man of action. He takes his sword out, cuts a, uh, uh, one of the soldiers' ears off. Jesus immediately picks the ear up, heals it back on. Come on, that's pretty neat. But that's what happened. And then later that night, when they're kind of in the courtyard area, and Jesus is actually how it's made, he's able to see around into the courtyard and he gets asked, aren't you with Jesus? And he goes, no, I'm not with him. Aren't you with Jesus? No, I'm not with you. Yes, I recognize you. You're with that man named Jesus. No, I have never known him. Cock-a-doodle-doo. And it says, in the courthouse, it says in the passage, and Jesus looked at him because the courthouse was open, and he looked at him when he denied. 
This is what he's prophesying that will happen. But why is Jesus says, you can't follow me now? What's going on now? Because later, will Peter be able to follow him? Yes. Will later John be able to follow him? Yes. Will later Krista be able to follow him? Yes. Will later Kent be able to follow him? Yes. So why is he saying they can't follow now? What is going on? He says, where are you going? You cannot come. And Simon Peter says, Lord, where are you going? Jesus answered, where I'm going, you cannot follow me. What? Now. But you will follow me, what? Afterwards. There are two reasons why the disciples could not follow Jesus this night. So if, if you ever heard someone says this to you, I got good news and bad news. Anybody ever done that to you? I got good news and I got bad news. And they, all, and they always say, what do you want first, the good news or the bad news? Yeah. So you want good news or bad news first? I always say I want the bad news first, good news right after that because I want to... I want something nice. I love, it when, I love it when they say this. And the good news is, is there is no good news. Great. You know, I've had a few people do that to me before. All right. So good news, bad news. We're going to do the bad news first. So that's your first point. Bad news. There's two reasons. Bad news. The bad news was this. They couldn't follow... They couldn't follow because they were morally unable to deny themselves and take up their cross and follow him. They are morally unable to deny themselves and take up their cross and follow him. They couldn't do it. Yet. We're, we're going to talk about the yet because there's going to be some good news. Okay. But they morally were unable to deny themselves and take up their cross and follow him. They couldn't follow him yet. You think you can follow me, Peter? You think you can follow me? You won't even make it through the night. It's what Jesus says in our, in our terminology. And it wasn't just Peter who fell. They all failed. John 16, 32 says, Behold, the hour is coming. Indeed, it, will, it, it has come when you will be scattered each to your own home and you will leave me alone. Mark 14.50 says the same thing. That's the bad news. They were not ready to make the sacrifices necessary to, uh, uh, to follow a crucified Messiah. They needed a greater power from the Holy Spirit. Remember what's already happened that just within probably the last 10, 15 minutes of this happening, because we're going through John 13 through 17, the last conversation Jesus ever had with his disciples. Who has just left, who, uh, who has Jesus just dismissed out of them? Who? Say it loud. Judas. Okay. So, remember what I told you. Why was one of the reasons that Judas left? He, he, he was disillusioned, like many of the Jews were disillusioned. They thought the Messiah was going to be this major king. They thought there was going to be riches and power with this in a worldly sense. And this is one of the reasons that Judas said, I'm out of here, I'm going. 
They were not ready to make the sacrifices uh, necessary to follow a crucified Messiah. And let me say this, a, a Messiah that was going to sacrifice, not the Messiah that they thought of, not, not this king up here, but they forgot about the two. Remember? Remember the two messiahs that Isaiah says. He says, first there will be the suffering servant, serpent, servant, and the second will be the ruling king. And just like us in our human manners, because in the words of the famous philosopher Tom Thomas, people be people, and, the, uh, and, and that's right, because people have not changed. We, we want to forget about that suffering part for our leaders, and we immediately go, he's going to be a king. And that's what they thought. They wanted him to take them from Roman rule. And see, so when they said, where I'm going to go, you're going to fo- uh, you can't follow. But to them, even, even though Judas has left, Judas was the only one who was misled to think he was going to be something else of a kingly ruler. Peter goes, wherever you go, Lord, I'm going to follow you. I'm going to follow you. I'm going to be there with you because Peter, like the rest of the disciples who will fail, they didn't think it was going to be like this. One of the reasons that Peter was ready to fight is because they thought there was going to be an uprising. And who was going to be the king? That's who they thought. There's a reason. And then he goes, bad news, Peter. You're not going to make it through the night. Because they needed a greater power from the Holy Spirit that they did not have yet. Guys, if you think that following Jesus can be done by a bunch of good stuff and stuff that you can do on yourself, bad news. You can't save yourself. Bad news, you can't fight your way to a victory. Bad news, Christianity is not this this, uh, mythology and this uh, American Christian dream, unfortunately, that they put out there in front of you on Facebook and everything else. I hate to tell you, bad news. It's not going to be this easy life. It's not going to be something that you can just attain and check off on your list and then live whatever you want to live. Bad news. This is what they're hearing. This is how they're feeling it. But he goes, wait, but there is some good news. There's good news. Here's the good news. The good news was this. Jesus was about to do what only he could do. Jesus was about to do what only he could do. And what, and, and what he would do is to die, not mainly as an example to inspire them, but as a substitute to save them. Did you hear that? He wasn't going to just die as an example to inspire them. That's, that's what martyrs do. And martyr comes from the Greek word witness. So where does martyr come from? The Greek word what? Witness. And so Stephen was the first martyr. That is literally where we get the word martyr from. 
But in our worldly perspective now, 2018, when we hear martyrdom or martyr, we hear people to inspire. Their death inspired people. There, you can look at movements where the death of someone inspired somebody. You know, you can fill in the blanks. We've had recent ones over the last few years. That's martyrdom. His death was not to inspire. His death was to substitute. We had a debt that we could not pay. He paid a debt that he did not owe. Substitute, grace. We can see this keep, uh, keep reading chapter 14, 2 through 6. You're going to do this next week. And Jesus, and, and, and where Jesus was going, where they cannot follow. He says, I'm going to a place you can't follow yet. But then he does this for next week. We're going to talk about this. I'm going to go and prepare a place for you. And you'll know the way where I'm going. And then Thomas is going to say, Lord, how in the world are we going to even know this way? How are we going to follow you? And he, and he goes, Jesus says, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. And no one comes to the Father except through me. We're going to go in detail next week of that. It all, see, Scripture goes in together. Okay, it's just amazing. You've got to read it all together. We, all right. In other words, we don't go to heaven to the Father beside Jesus, assisting him, checkoff list, or behind Jesus, or trying to imitate him. No, we go through the Father through Jesus, depending on him. Leaning on him, using him, the only way we can get is through him. Where am I going tonight? You can't follow. I'm going to die for you. I'm going to die for you to become the way to God. I'm going to do only what I can do. For years, they would sacrifice the lambs. For years, they would sacrifice cattle. If they were poor, they would sacrifice uh, doves or birds. If they were really poor, they sacrificed fruits and vegetables. Over the years, they have done that. Now there will come a substitution that will pave the way to the Father to pay for the sin in which man had made. Only I can do this. This is my work alone, but you will follow after because I will make the way. I will pay for your sins, all your failures, and then you will come through me, trusting me. No one comes to the Father except through me. That's why I'm going tonight. I'm making a way for you, the sinner, to come to the Father and only I can do it, and you can't follow me now. And that is very good news for us. He's going to paint this even more as this conversation begins. Remember, this is the last conversation he ever had with his disciples. And he's telling them, you can't follow me. And Peter goes, yes, I can. No, Peter, by tonight, bad news for you, Peter. You're going to try to do this on your own, and you're going to fail. And by the way, he's later going to tell them all, by the way, guys, you're all going to try to do it, and you're all going to fail. 
And that's our bad news tonight. If you're trying to live the Christian life, the reason you can't follow him is because you're trying to do it on your your own. Bad news. But good news is you don't have to do it on your own. It's been paid for you. You have to go through Jesus, through the Father. It is by his work and his work alone that we go to the Father. You don't have to do it. Sunday, I had a wonderful opportunity uh, to preach at Sunday night, and that's mostly the time when our elderly people are there, and I want to tell you the story. I told the story of the sower and the seeds and about the different grounds that the seeds fall on, the path, the rocky, the thorns, the, and the good soul. And I went through all of them, and I explained to them I explained to them that the sower's job was to spread the seed, to spread the word of God, to go and tell. Our job is not to convict or convince people. We cannot do that. That's God's job. And where the word fell upon the grounds, the type of people, the sower did his job. Many times, we ourselves try to play God. And we tried to convict or convince people. But let me ask you, how silly would you think I would be if I put a piece of seed in some dirt right here, and I put it in a a thing, and I'm sitting here going, grow, grow, grow! Would you think I was kind of off my rocker? Hunter, would you think I was a little nuts? A little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Why? Because I cannot make that seed grow. Just as much as you cannot convince or convict someone to be saved. And let me just tell you, these little old ladies and men started crying because for the first time, a lot of them said they had lost the burden because a lot of them had burdened and worried themselves over their children and grandchildren's salvation, and they felt like it was their guilt, their fault. I have to make someone say, no. See, here's the beauty. Jesus did it for us. It is through him and only through him, and only he can save people. We have one job. That job is to go make disciples, to spread the word of God. That is our job. That is our job. Why? Because we have good news. And what is that good news? That good news is this. Not to trip, but our good news is this. That we deserve death, and he substituted for us. He became death. He died on the cross and became sin, who knew no sin, and crucified himself for you to be with God. good news. You can't follow me now, but you'll be able to follow me later. And we'll go over that next week when we talk about this, when Jesus says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. And no one can come to the Father except through me. So here we are. Peter saying, I'm going to follow you, 
going to follow you. Many of you tonight, I've heard it before, even though it's February, it's still close enough to the beginning of the year. A lot of you go, I'm going to change my life, I'm going to follow him. Camp's coming up, guys. D now is this weekend, too. And I hear it, I'm going to follow! I'm going to follow him! I'm going to follow him. And Jesus is saying, bad news. Just like Peter, bad news. You're going to try to do it on your own and fail. But good news, you don't have to. Because Jesus has already paid the way. And we follow through him. The reason I'm explaining that is, guys, you're going to get caught up in a lot of emotion maybe this weekend. You're going to get caught up in maybe at camp or even with the new year, and you see that your life is in a wreck, and you want to fix it. You do. A lot of you are caught up in sin and different things, maybe fill in the blank, pornography, maybe, um, maybe sexual sin, maybe, maybe lying, maybe just self-pity, maybe pride, fill in the blank. Maybe arrogance, maybe academics, maybe idol worship, who, who knows? Idol, not, not the little idols, but the idols that you're making. And you say, I'm going to change this. Bad news. No, you're not. You're going to fail. But Jesus can do it. And through him, there is change. Through him, the old is dead and the new lives with new life. Good news. We call that good news what? The gospel. You have the gospel tonight. And guys, you were presented the gospel. Whether you know it or not, that was the gospel. Maybe in a different way than you're used, but that's the gospel. You needed a Savior. The Savior came for you. Bad news. You can't do it yourself. Good news. He's already done it for you. Guys, a lot of you right now are inside trying to change yourself, and you're not going to do it. And let me just tell you, I've sat where you sat. I've been where you've been. I've tried to do it on my own, and I failed every time. But when I allowed Jesus to do what Jesus does, in other words, when he worked through me, I mean, when I worked through him because of him and what he has done, wow. Wow. I want to pray for you. Hunter is going to come back up here, and we're going to we're going to close. And y'all know where I'm at in the back. I'll pray with you if you're struggling with some sin. Maybe you're just struggling with Ken. I'm doing all this on my own. I keep doing it on my own, and I'm failing, failing, failing. I got bad news, but I know there's good news through the gospel of Jesus Christ. And let's talk about that. Holy Father, we thank you for who you are. We thank you for the good news that you have given us through your son, Jesus Christ. Guide us and lead us in all that we do. Please forgive us where we have failed you. As we worship tonight, Father, not, not let, let it be about us, but let it be about you. Right now I saw that we have some people distracted by friends and other things. Father, it's not about that. It's about who you are. Guide and lead us, Father. Forgive us where we have failed you. Your name. Amen. You worship with us. I'm in the back.